Wanna whisper in your ear that you, that you're good enough. I wanna change the way you see you, you're strong enough. Say them not know that you got more than meets the eyes. And them not see you making stride after stride. I'm super excited about this one, Queens. You know that it is really, really a huge passion of mine to make sure that people are healthy when it comes to faith and not just faith. When it comes to relationships, our overall personal greatness, our purpose, that's a huge passion for me. And so this week I asked a new friend of mine, Casey Bass, to come on and be a part of the podcast. We talked a little bit about healthy religion and non-healthy religion. And then what was so good is just hearing her story and where she has come from and how she is affecting people's lives today, bringing healing and also showing what is happening beyond deconstruction. Now, we've talked a little bit about deconstruction and we're going to get into it more as we go. But deconstruction is when you start to look at your faith, your faith practices, and you start to shift according to what is healthy for you and what's healthy to your family. You start to get rid of those uh, fears that say God is going to abandon us if we don't do everything right. And you start to shift into a place where, you know what, God is with me because I am who I am, right? And so that's what deconstruction is all about. And so I've been talking a lot about deconstruction on TikTok. and, And as I said, we'll get some more into that. But I want you to listen in real close to this one because I promise you it is about to bless you. So I'm I'm excited to have you here. I want like I went to your website, I went to um <laughs> your your TikTok and I'm like okay, so I'm going to I what do I want to say about her? So I will mm-hmm. start out just kind of by sharing how I found you. But then okay. I want you to tell us who you are. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> so we got the the famous Casey Bass with us. <laughs> and and you know, I go through TikTok. I love TikTok, you know. So I'm always checking out certain things. Honestly, I am a stickler, you know, especially when someone is giving words of encouragement. There are so many people that, you know, I will watch and I'm like, do you talk like that regularly? You know, like that's how my right. mind was, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, I don't think you speak like that regularly. So sometimes I know people are just, um, you know, stirring themselves up to put on, you know, what needs right. to be put on for that moment. Right. But right. when I right. stumbled upon your account on TikTok, mm-hmm. it was just, it's just so authentic to me, you know, <laughs> and just, start, I, you know, I just started going through video after video and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just one of those, those things where you just feel like this person is a real one. I really, yeah. really like, so we kind of mm-hmm. reached out to each other. I was so touched mm-hmm. just by the authenticity. Cause you know, we can get a lot of DMS, you know, right. <laughs> you, know you get the right. DMs and it's like, I don't know about this one, you know. Right, but right. When, it's true. It's true. Yeah. When we started to um conversate through the direct messages, it was just so genuine, so authentic, so refreshing, just from you know, the quick, hey, this is who I am, you know. Um, so that's how I stumbled upon you. And but I believe that that was so intentional you know, mm, from the Holy spirit. Yeah. And, and, um, I am so excited to see where this podcast is going to go. I'm mm-hmm. excited to see where mm-hmm. our friendship goes. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. just excited mm-hmm. because you're so power packed. Mm-hmm. So with all of that, mm-hmm. I got to let folks hear your voice. <laughs> so please, I, I want to give opportunity as many times as you can to just share where can people find you? All of that goodness. Mm-hmm. So please mm-hmm. tell us who we are, where we can find you. Because listen, y'all, after okay. you hear her voice, you're going to be hooked. <laughs> and you're going to want to find her. Okay. So take it away, Casey. Bass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, I want to thank you. I want to thank you just for having me, for reaching out. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very intentional in this time. 
about who I connect with. And I felt such a warmth uh, from your message. And I wanted to make sure I message you back because a part of my assignment um, as a global voice of ascension, mm -hmm. healing, and spiritual awakening, yeah. or as a conduit of Holy Spirit, is to connect and collaborate with it. all of those that are doing the same thing that I'm doing, mm -hmm. walking out an authentic journey, um, coming into themselves, all right? And I think the best way to show up is as you. I don't have to think about what I'm going to be when I wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, you know, I don't have to, I don't think, I don't have to think about that because authenticity is, is a gift to me just mm -hmm. to be myself wow. and to allow my voice uh, to be heard. You know, I can be found on IamCaseyBass.com. I am Casey Bass on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I am Casey Bass on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, I coined that. Um, because when I look at how I even put that together, I was sitting at home one day mm -hmm. and I had another website name and I was thinking, hmm, that's not really, it don't, it wasn't doing it for me. And then, you know, I heard in my spirit, I am that I am. And when I heard that, it just made me think about my connection with Holy Spirit. Oh, that's good. And, and so, <laughs> and so. I was like, oh, well, I am Casey Bass, mm -hmm. okay, because it encompasses all of who I am, mm -hmm. all of who I am and the thing that I love doing. It is uplifting. It is encouragement. Uh, it is healing. Um, I use my voice for that. My voice, we, when we were chatting, um, our, our first chat, I talked about how my voice had changed and how Holy Spirit had calibrated the frequency of my voice to a healing frequency. And oh, so wow. I have many, many people to tell me when I heard your voice, I felt something. Mm -hmm. I felt something. And that isn't even an ego stroke for me. It's what Holy Spirit told me what happened. Yeah. Yes. Told me when you speak, healing would occur because wow. I've calibrated your voice to the frequency of healing. Wow. And so I have to use it. I remember times when I felt silence, when I didn't use my voice, when I felt like no, no one's going to listen to my voice, no one's going to hear me, you know. And uh, when I got over that, <laughs> when I moved past that <laughs> and, 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 and pulled in more healing and realized I've been sent for this, I've been sent to do this work, you know. And so I'm excited. I'm excited about sharing stories. I'm excited about sharing spiritual knowledge. Yeah. I'm excited about collaborating with you. It is just going to be a lifelong journey that I yeah. am just tickled pink about. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am I'm too. tickled pink because I, I say this in this new era of life. Mm -hmm. We're not just dealing with seasonal people. We are right. doing life with individuals. Absolutely. And that these visions are coming together. Yeah, these yeah. visions are coming together. Yes. And because you have a greater impact when the two of you come together. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, yeah, we can do it by ourselves. But when you start collaborating, you have an even greater influence and a greater impact. So Absolutely. I'm excited about that. I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. I, I love that you said that authenticity is a gift. That is, that. that's power. Like, that's powerful. I, I'm always like, you know, the first time we had a conversation, I just had my pen out because I'm like, she's going to say something and I need to make sure that I right. write, this, Let me write this down. down. Like this, some nuggets are about to flow. So, so y'all get ready. Nuggets are about to flow. Um, as you started to talk, I started to think about, you know, just what you heard about being called to heal you know, what did that look like for you? Is it something that you always knew? Like I always knew that I was a healer or mm -hmm. is it something that you've ever ran from? Like, what did it look like to jump into that role and be comfortable in that role that this is what I'm called to do as you shared? Mm -hmm. 
I knew it as as a very early on, very young. Wow. I knew that I was going to do something really big. Wow. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I could never pinpoint it. But what it actually looked like was trauma. Wow. Pain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Divorce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poverty. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Disappointment. That's how it manifested. Wow. I, I, it, people may be expecting me to say something else, <laughs> but that's what yeah. Because in order for you to really embrace that healing, you will have had to heal from something. Wow. And I had a very tumultuous life. Mm -hmm. And it put me in situations where I was constantly having to heal. Wow. And constantly having to reach for the spirit to uproot what I had taken on. And then what I was finding is that everything that I went, every time of brokenness, every time of trauma, Mm -hmm. every disappointment, every pain, every heartbreak, I found myself always in the middle of that helping somebody heal. I don't know how it happened. (laughs) I I couldn't tell you how it happened. I found myself when me and my boys were homeless, we didn't have a place to stay. Wow. Um, we were living with people. Mm-hmm. People would come to me. I, I distinctly remember it was during that time that one of my friends called me. She said, Kelly, you know, we've been evicted and we've lost our car. Mm-hmm. I just need you to pray. She called me on like a, a Monday. Well, by Friday, they had a car and they had a place to stay. Mm-hmm. We prayed. Mm-hmm. God performed a miracle. But I was still living with somebody. I was still driving somebody else's car. See, oh. we don't really like to talk about right. when you're really used uh, by God, you're used by Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It's not because you had a tiptoe through the tubes. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is because you have been positioned in such hard places that you've learned how to how to get access to the spirit that causes things to happen. But that was my path. My path was a, it was a period of time in my life where I was just, one thing was happening right after Mm -hmm. one thing was happening. And it just seemed like it just was not letting go. There were times that I was suicidal. There were times when I was depressed. Mm -hmm. There were times where I just didn't want to be here anymore. Mm -hmm. I had those times. So even uh, when I am dealing with my clients who are dealing with mental health issues, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've been there. So I mm-hmm. understand. So so me becoming uh, like people call me the healer or I've heard people call it the prophetess or there's so many different names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me being called that is because of the path that was laid out before me that I chose to walk down. Because as a child, I remember sitting in my closet, reading my Bible. I couldn't have been any more than maybe seven or eight and just crying. God, I just want to be used. Oh my! And goodness. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what, what made me even ask that. Mm. But from that point on, yeah. <laughs> I said it. Yes. <laughs> and honey, all kinds of stuff started happening. <laughs> but that's that's how I matriculated to where I am Amazing. right now. That's beautiful. I had an era of life that was not so pretty. Mm-hmm. It was not so pretty, but mm-hmm. but we made it through it because I feel like, and I strongly believe it, Holy Spirit preserved me through mm. all of those things. Oh, that's good. For what I am doing right now, I was preserved, mm-hmm. so there was no way that I could uh, die by suicide. Wow. There was no way I could stay depressed. Mm -hmm. There was no way I could stay in poverty. I had to, at some point, shift because that place is no longer a point of reference for me anymore. Mm -hmm. It was just Mm -hmm. the past. Wow. And it helps me to relate. When people hear some of the things that I've gone through, they're shocked. Wow. Because I just don't look 
I, it doesn't appear that I've ever gone through anything, but mm-hmm. trust and believe. Yeah, that, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> honey, honey, I listen, listen, I might not smell like smoke, but I've been through the fire. You've been through the fire, yes. I've been through the fire, honey. Wow. You know, we often talk about how fire refines, you know? Yeah. And that is so on your face, you know, the fact that I've been through something, but it didn't take me out. It refined me, you know, I'm more honed in. I'm more focused on where I am headed. Um, I I think that is absolutely, that's beauty to me. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what beauty Mm -hmm. looks like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so um, just, you know, moving into a place of where, you're willing to heal because when you've yeah. been going through a lot, like it's really mm-hmm. to, to get you, your heart to a place mm-hmm. where you can't help others. You know what I mean? It's right. like one of those things that, um, one of the things I love, my dad always said, my, my preaching daddy, he would say, um, there's always opposition to purpose. You mm, know? It's true. And so, like you said, the call looked like, the hard times, the trauma, mm-hmm. the pain, yeah. the, you know, yeah. we, we, we want to be called with this bright light coming into the room. Right. Like, Harry got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like right. You know, give right. me the bright light <laughs> and, and give me yeah. the shakes and the jitters and then I'll know. Yeah. That. Right. But mm-hmm. we realize that there is such a call because we have been preserved mm-hmm. through so many different things. Um, yeah. Now, yes, Holy Spirit is all over your voice. I concur with what you <laughs> say about that. Absolutely. Now, I wanted to pull on you because we have been, mm-hmm. you know, kind of sharing on healthy and unhealthy religion. Now that we yeah, have, yeah. and we know that where you come from, um, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was so necessary because, yeah. you know, when, where we come from, it has a lot to do with the substance that people hear mm-hmm. in our voices mm-hmm. at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to hear a bit about your experience. Um, mm-hmm. What does healthy religion look like to you? What does unhealthy religion look like to you? And you can just share whatever experiences you've had what that looks like and how Mm -hmm. you 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 can you tie that into what you do today Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well it's certainly distinct um unhealthy religion Mm -hmm. clearly looks like control bondage it it does not wreak freedom at all yeah um i grew up i was reared baptist Mm -hmm. so uh at 17 my mother shifted us over uh, to a Pentecostal Reformation. Wow. So th- then we were Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I matriculated through ministry, I, I flowed in apostolic and deliverance ministry. I had seen a lot. I had seen, uh, gone through where uh, ministry where I, I didn't get answers. And if I asked too many questions, I was seen as rebellious. Wow. Um, yeah. I had to kind of fall into what everybody else was doing, even though it made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned in the church to wear a mask. Wow. That's where I learned it at. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to do it till I got to the church because mm-hmm. everybody was wearing a mask. And so I just learned how to put that on. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned how not to take care of myself. Wow. I learned how to put the church first. Yes. And to neglect myself. Mm-hmm. I learned uh, how to be uh, an individual with no voice, <laughs> just to follow what I had been told. What yeah, I was, even like though showed up in March. It, right. Yeah. yeah. It, even though it was opposite of what my personal relationship with that's where where I always had the issue. Yeah. My personal relationship with Holy Spirit was so opposite of my my church experience. Yeah. Um and 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 how I was taught to flow. Um I have been, you know, ridiculed for knowing too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you sometimes I was the youngest, you know, in in certain spaces. And it was kind of like you, you just sit down, but even though I was the youngest, 
I have been studying my Bible for years. Wow. And I had done more study than the average individual with a title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it gave me more knowledge. So when I would say, well, what about this or what about that? What about mm-hmm. that? You know? And uh, the word neglect keeps coming up because you you are neglected mm-hmm. and then you neglect yourself. Yes. Okay. Um, you are seen as an individual that challenges if you ask the questions, but that's toxic. But we should be able to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, unhealthy religion gives one way to God. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Any other way, that's just, it's of the devil. Mm-hmm. And we can't even go any other way. We can't even research certain things. There were times when we were told not to look at different Bible translations. Oh, you know, it was a lot. Yes. It was a lot. Mm -hmm. There were times, you know, I was coming up in, even in the Baptist church, um, I I would participate in oratorical contests back then. That's what they were called. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oratorical contests. (laughs) And um. It, you know, that's what helped me to realize, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be using my voice. Those were some of my wow. very first times delivering in front yes. of people, you know, and standing in front of people. Mm-hmm. But I, I found out as I got, you know, older that there were spaces that I was in that didn't even want a woman to say nothing. Yeah. And I had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I had to deal with uh People telling me, well, women aren't, aren't called to preach. Wow. So, you know, you just, you go, you, you, you offer your own way. I've had people to tell me. Mm-hmm. I didn't stop doing what I was doing, but I've had people to tell That's what unhealthy religion looks like to me. Yes. Unhealthy religion looks like not exploring the whole book, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Even when we have, we have our Bible. We don't talk about how the Bible was put together. We don't talk about what was what's missing from the Bible. Okay. We don't talk about it because we're so afraid somebody's going to get more knowledge. Yeah. So that, that there is a fear in unhealthy religion and toxic theology. Mm-hmm. The fear of, uh, of where people are afraid. Um to gain knowledge, they are afraid to challenge their leaders. Yeah. And they're thinking something's going to happen to them. I've been uh, in, and there were times that I was in, in services and I would hear leaders talk about when people left their church, uh, what would happen to those individuals speaking of them. Well, we all know what that is. Yes. So it, that's toxic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then the fear people would have Wow. You know, uh, uh, unhealthy religion and and uh, just unhealthy interaction in church spaces. Uh, religious trauma mm-hmm. looks like you being dependent on one person's relationship with right. the spirit, and yeah. you're not even fostering your own. That's right. unhealthy. Wow, yeah. that is unhealthy. You know, the fear part well, is is huge. I huge. That is so big. I remember. This is when when I share this, when I share this with my friend one day, she was like, are you serious? That's really what you believe. She couldn't believe that that's what I believe. Yeah. But literally every time one of my children got ill, I searched myself to mm-hmm. see where I had opened the door. Like literally feeling Mm -hmm. like it's my fault that my kid, like, come on now. We had a daycare, like like they're going to go to daycare. They're going to get some germs. But it was- They're all over the place. That's right. It Mm -hmm. was my fault. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, I need to pray. I got to close these doors. Something is wrong in the spirit. Because Mm -hmm. of just the fear. It was so filled with fear. So filled with fear. Yeah. And the and the fear actually has been a, a, a part of the huge makeup yeah. of uh, many churches and religious spaces mm-hmm. uh, because if you it, it's the same they use the same thing in politics 
Yeah. We use fear mongering Mm -hmm. to keep people in place. Mm -hmm. And and we want them to think everything is the adversary coming against them. Mm-hmm. And they don't live free lives, which is opposite of what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the thing that 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 I appreciate the most about being reared Baptist mm-hmm. is that even though we didn't talk about the Holy Spirit a lot, we talked about Jesus a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I knew what his life was like. Right. I knew he wasn't religious. Mm-hmm. I knew he was not a Christian. I knew he did not create Christianity. (laughs) I knew that. And I, you know, so I'm so grateful for that time. Wow. You know, because there was no fluff fluff and puff when I was being rear Baptist. They just handed it to you. And that was it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when I moved over to the Pentecostal and the apostolic and the Mm -hmm. deliverance ministry, Mm -hmm. that's when I saw the control. That's when I saw a lot of the fear. That's wow. when I saw people uh, using the prophetic as a way to manipulate. I did not see it in the, now that is my truth. I did not see that in the Baptist church. Wow. Yeah. I didn't see the raping and robbing of finances mm-hmm. in the Baptist church. Mm-hmm. I saw it in the Pentecostal and the Apostolic and the Deliverance Ministries. Yeah. That's where I saw it at. Mm-hmm. And the people using their gifts um, to bind other people up. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what opened me up to there has to be more mm-hmm. and brought me to a place where I decided, OK, since nobody's going to give me answers, mm-hmm. I'm not going to. And I have been preaching for a long time at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. I began preaching at 15. I said, since nobody ain't going to give me no answers and I'm mm-hmm. not going to preach no more mm-hmm. and I'm not going to go to nobody's church till I get some answers. And I uh-huh. sat home for two years, two years straight years straight and mm-hmm. I researched and I studied I and I researched and I yeah. studied and everything yes. I could pull in I pulled out and I said Holy Spirit show me what to do yes show me Holy Spirit was my only teacher wow for two years straight other than every now and again I watched Joel Osteen mm-hmm. on Sunday morning because <laughs> it, it won't no fear with his messages yeah <laughs> won't no fear yeah. with his messages there's no fear so he was easy there. to watch yeah right. he was he was easy to watch Yes. Okay. And so, you know, I got to a place where I needed answers and I wasn't going to take no for an answer. And I yeah. said, Holy Spirit, you show me. Holy Spirit would show me what to get. Mm-hmm. I was already well astute with, because even when I was in college, I studied other religions. Mm-hmm. I love knowledge. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see what the connecting pieces were. Wow. Uh, even when I studied other religions. And then I began to compare uh, scriptures in the Quran have mm-hmm. some of those same scriptures uh, in the Bible, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. The Eightfold Path that the Buddhist philosophy used has similar scriptures mm-hmm. as the Bible. See, when I start seeing, I say, okay, here we go. This is why wow. folks don't want you to study nothing and see nothing out <laughs> because a lot of the stuff is simil- similar. Yes. You know, and I wasn't doing it so that I could switch over or learn right. how to do no, right. I just wanted the knowledge. I needed a connecting piece. Mm-hmm. And what it brought me to at the end of the two years was the most important thing was not religion. Right. And I don't care what the religion is. It was my relationship. Yes. My relationship with Holy Spirit. And at that point, it opened me right back up. Wow. It opened me up with a new set of eyes. That's when I really get, because before I operated in healing ministry and deliverance ministry, like they taught me, mm-hmm. I did it like I was taught, but now I was, I was flowing in a different vein. I had a new wow. perspective. I had a new yes. set of eyes. Yeah. I understood that people could be healed and they didn't have to be in a church setting. Mm-hmm. I understood that, that, that I could embody the spirit so much yeah. so that when I walked into the room, the atmosphere could shift. Yeah. No organ needed. <laughs> no, no ham and B3 need. Right. No ham and B3 need. Okay. Yes. I realized that I could operate in miracles in the supernatural and experience that on a daily basis. <laughs> I and I taught it to my sons. It uh my my youngest grandson 
a legend. Mm-hmm. My bear bear, I call him. Wow. Yeah, legend. And uh, he's he's my youngest grandson, and he ain't been here. He looked like he'd been here longer than probably about three months because he's a big boy. <laughs> but when he was uh, born, he actually was a month early. Wow. And uh, his mommy had complications during that mm-hmm. time, during her pregnancy. And each time there was a complication and they called me and my son and my mother, my sister, we, we pray. And, yeah. But we wouldn't just see. I learned also in that time of isolation to shift my prayers to gratefulness and gratitude that it's already done. So I wasn't just saying, Holy Spirit, do this, which is what I was taught. Mm-hmm. I was saying, thank you, Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. for doing this and so. Right. I will put myself in an already done space. Yes. So he was he was a month early. And she had to have a C-section. And when they, his legs were two weeks longer than his actual body. Oh, my his, 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 He was, uh, he was, his legs were just beyond his <laughs> actual age and week. Wow. He was two weeks. <laughs> and I was like, how they do that? What happened? Wow. <laughs> so, of course, when he, when she had a C-section, when mm-hmm. he was extracted, he had club feet, no room. He mm-hmm. was breech. He couldn't turn mm-hmm. around because mm-hmm. his legs were so long. My and um, I told my son, I said, it's okay. I said, because Holy Spirit is going to perform a miracle. Come on. And the doctor said, well, it's going to take us about 12 weeks. We're going to put them in the cast. And it's gonna... I said, Mm-mm, it's going to take half the time. Mm. I said, it's going to take half the time. And he won't be in those little casts long. I said, and his feet go straight right on back up. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. My goodness. And my son said, Mama, Mama, the doctor said he couldn't believe how quickly it happened. I said, I can't. <laughs> he spoke it. Right. We spoke it. And so when you move away from religion, there's nothing stopping you from moving into the supernatural. Come on. Religion blocks it. Yes, it does. It does. It puts a block there. But when you say, okay, let me take religion out. Let mm-hmm. me just talk about my union with Holy Spirit and what I need to see. <laughs> All right. And yes. so the times that I've had to go into hospitals, people on life support, mm-hmm. my aunt being one of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Not breathing on their own. Mm-hmm. You go in and you speak to what is not working. Mm-hmm. All right. So the times I've had to do that. Uh, one was my co-worker's mother. One was my auntie in uh, both of South Carolina. Both of them were on like There was nothing else. Wow. And I told my co-worker, I said, tell me what's not working with your mom. Mm-hmm. When, we, when we went in, and she wasn't even a believer. Mm-hmm. We went in. <laughs> I spoke to everything that wasn't working. Wow. And that was it. And I said, Holy Spirit, I thank you. For bringing everything back alive all over again. Yes. And in two days, she was home. My goodness. I don't know what it is about two. The same thing happened with my aunt. In two days, she was home. Because they were saying, well, even if she we take her off and she can breathe, she's going to have to go to rehab. She, she never went. Mm-hmm. Both of them, both them women skipped rehab all together. Wow. And are still going. Never had an episode like that again. Wow. Miracles can happen. And the supernatural happens in your life when you remove religion out of the way. Yes, yes. Especially the unhealthy religion, because mm-hmm. the unhealthy religion actually blocks you off from the supernatural. Absolutely. You're blocked. Yeah. And so, so people in unhealthy religion or in religious spaces that are that are fear based uh-huh. see very few miracles. Absolutely. They don't experience the supernatural on a regular right. basis. There's a block there. There's a block there when you mm-hmm. remove it and make religion just a pointer. The religion is just a pointer to the relationship. That's it. Yes. Yes. It's not the main thing. When you make it the main thing, you lose power. That's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because as you said, religion comes in to control, to control. Right. So it's it's going to mm-hmm. control the supernatural. It's going to control right. 
You know, if you want the supernatural, you have to pray like this. It has to sound mm-hmm. like, you know, do things in this order or bring them to this space, you know, right? this yeah. healing, you know, guru that we feel like we have right. to be as, as ministers. I think that is, so, that that's like such deep understanding. And mm-hmm. I can pull, that's like a, that's a deep well right there. Like, yeah. It is. It really is. (laughs) Absolutely. Because, you know, when we talk about moving into healthy faith, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we're talking about moving into, like you said, relationship. Right. Right. You know, and and in that space of real relationship, like I am me, you know, I'm not putting on a special voice so that God will hear me, you know. Right. I may not have the prayer cloth with me when I go into the yeah. hospital. Um, but because we are so close, all of yeah. the formalities are laid yeah. aside and it's yeah. just oneness. Yeah. One. You know? yeah. 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 I love that. I, um, I, I had so many years where I had to be in that space of putting on a mask and you don't right. even realize it. You don't even uh-uh. realize that you have to put on a mask uh-uh. and so you many know. things would happen in those spaces. And I would find myself unable to fit into the box, you know, like, <laughs> you know, you're right. supposed to lay hands on everyone and I'm hugging mm-hmm. people instead. Like I, you know, right. it, it, it would always look so different. So, so creative. Yeah you know, creative, like and you when, are free. You, when you're in a relationship, you can be creative. Yeah. 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 And how you show love. Right. 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 You it's, know, it's, it's different. It is different. It's not like everybody else. That's right. In That's a loving relationship. Like when you really, I'm talking like, you know, no right. more facades, no, but when you really merge with someone yeah. that you yeah. truly it's love, true. You right. come up with the most romantic poems. You have a song. Yes, you in, do. You know, in, in your belly. <laughs> it's true. You know, right? And so, yeah. this is more. I, I I love how you were saying. You know, in unhealthy religion, there's control, there's manipulation. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. we talk about healthy faith, we're talking about creativity and adventure. Mm-hmm. Like, what's next, Holy Spirit? Like, what's the next right. thing? And we right. are going to collaborate on and do That's together right. Right. that is going to bring healing, that is going mm-hmm. to bring restoration, right. you know, that right. uh, the, the, the possibilities in that are endless. <laughs> they are. And I like what you just said, because a lot of people do not look at Holy Spirit as a creative spirit. Mm-hmm. But when you join that, I like the I, term you use oneness yeah. you come you become one with holy spirit mm-hmm. it's filled with the creativity right and you're going to always do things opposite of everybody else mm-hmm. because everybody else is only doing what they've been taught to do well that ain't right. creativity that's just following instructions mm-hmm. creativity is let me do something um that i feel led by the spirit to do it's kind of like jesus there were times that he spoke and there were miracles. Mm-hmm. There were times that he bent down and he put the spittle in the clay and there were miracles. The blind was able to see. There were times that he called them forth. He did all, he was still performing miracles, but yeah. they just came about all in the, He never did the same thing mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a creative spark. Yes. That is, that is already, in, it's all inclusive. In Holy Spirit, and <laughs> so like it makes the, yeah, it makes those of us that are coming up now mm-hmm. stand out because we already are going against the grain. Right, we're right. already going. We're already going left. Why? Why? Majority is going right. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> we're already standing out anyway. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of glad that we're standing out. We're kind of glad that we're not suffering from groupthink. Right, because uh, it's a cancer. It's yes, a cancer it to suffer from group things. It is, yes. You know, and we 
We don't just see it, like I said earlier, in the political arena. We saw that in our last election when people mm-hmm. were just, they were just suffering really badly from groupthink. But that happens in the church as well. Absolutely. And people will not, they won't study things. They won't, they will not attach um, their lack of knowledge mm-hmm. to their lack of flow and lack of relationships. They, they just keep doing what they've been doing yeah. and then their faith begins to suffer. And these are the same people that have to call people like me and you mm-hmm. to get a breakthrough Absolutely. because we're not bound. Right. We're not bound. They have to call somebody that's free. Yeah. They're not able to do it. Mm-hmm. They don't know how. It's because they, they have suffered from groupthink and they feel like it's safer. Yeah. To keep doing what I've been doing. And then I ain't got to face the real ridicule. I ain't got to worry about nobody talking about me. I don't have to worry about somebody making a sermon out of what I did. Right. If I just stay here with y'all. Yeah. If I, <laughs> if I stay here in the herd, then everything will be. In the herd. Okay. That's why I just stay yeah. right here. And I don't, I don't rock the boat because yeah. rocking the boat means that I might, I might have to get called into the office. I might have somebody preach about me. I might even be, there were times that I was, you know, outcast within a congregation. Mm -hmm. It was Mm -hmm. like I was the plague because I was just doing too much. I was asking too much. Mm -hmm. I was flowing too heavy. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's that's what we're moving away from. And the wonderful thing is we're all showing up different. There will be those that uh, and we talked about this earlier. That will still show up in church arenas. I am still very active um, mm-hmm. within churches, mm-hmm. but I have a greater audience. The, my greatest audience is actually not from the church. It is from those that are the seekers. Yeah, those that are just trying to be in union with Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Some of those people will never step foot in a church. Right, and that's quite all right. Yes, it is. And, and you won't hear many leaders say that it's quite all right okay. if they don't step yeah. into a church. It, yeah. it actually is all right mm-hmm. because of the way that the church that we have today is is not the way that it is designed. Mm-hmm. It is not designed to bring about freedom. Right. That's just the truth. Right. And, and so now we got different people creating different models mm-hmm. of fellowship. Yes. Spiritual communities yes. here in Houston. That's what I'm building. Spiritual communities. Yeah. You understand where people are learning. They're not just coming together. To, no, we're learning. We're learning each other. We're learning about the Holy Spirit. We're wanting to operate in the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Coming into as much freedom and creativity as possible. Wow. So this is what we have now. It's actually a wonderful time. That we have this much variety. Yes. And people can look and say, okay, I want I want to go this way. I want to go that way. Ultimately, the goal is for people to be in connection with the spirit. Yeah. And and they're just, they're, there's so many ways that they can. Yeah. And allow them to live out who they are. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think we for so long have behaved as though God is afraid or angry right. about mm-hmm. each person's identity. And so we've yeah. tried to bring yeah. people into closed spaces and make them into clones. Yeah, you know? literally, literally <laughs> yeah. cloning. It's yeah. true. It's true. When really it's we true. need you to be, we, we need you to be who you are. I need you mm-hmm. to have your black girl fly mm-hmm. earrings on. You know right, what I'm saying? Like, right. I need you to do you right. because that is right. what is refreshing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. found out that when I was in, you know, the spiritual community that, that I was in pastoring mm-hmm. um, for so long, I realized I am not, I do church with these people, but mm-hmm. I can't do life. I can't do life. Right. Right. With them. So right. there is something right. here. There's a disconnect. Okay. Right. I, like get I, it. I right. guess I feel like I can't really be who I truly am mm-hmm. with these people. At at one point in time, 
I was here in South Florida and the people that I could really be myself with were actually Mm -hmm. in Maryland. So I only got to be my full self when I traveled, but here Mm -hmm. to be in this space and have armor bearers and have, you know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. Rigid, rigid. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. It was real, Mm -hmm. you know, very rigid. And some of those things, you know, sometimes we're not saying them out loud, but they're just perpetuated in our behaviors. You know, no one said to me, don't do blah, 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 or this, you know, but it's still perpetuated. And the whole culture screams, Uh like you said in the beginning, put on a mask because it is not safe to be you. Uh It ain't safe. And and we don't want you to be you. We want you to be what we want you to be because it's just easier for us to deal with you if you're like us. Mm -hmm. If you try to do something opposite, we can't control that. Right. That's what that's about. If you can't, we if you're authentic, well, we can't control that. But if if you're cloned like we are, Mm -hmm. well, we have control over that. It's in, in actuality, it's about control. Absolutely. It's about keeping people on on one path and not even allowing them to veer off. But that that makes it so that we have ministries and communities Mm -hmm. filled with people that are not free. Wow. Yeah. They go they're in they're in church every week or they meet with their prayer groups or whatever every week. Mm -hmm. But they're still not free. Wow. They're still not free. It's like their their relationship is a struggle. They're yes. they're they're because they have made church and religion the main thing. Yeah. And relationship with Holy Spirit don't really come into play till something goes wrong and then they start praying. Wow, wow, wow. I... So so we have to learn to what yeah. we're doing now is helping people to switch it. Yes. Make your relationship with the spirit. The main thing, so you don't keep cycling through these types of communities because it's right. just not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for your children. It's not healthy for marriages. It ain't healthy nope. for your relationship. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It is not healthy for mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. And as you said, when you take a marriage and you place it into that system. Mm-hmm the marriage gets funny when you place finances yeah. and you place it into that type of system that gets, mm-hmm. when you take children, they start to right. malfunction. It's <laughs> true. System. You know what I mean? It's true. And so I love what you were saying, you know, people like us who are moving out, allowing people to be individuals. When you shared with me about how you are creating a community in Houston, I yeah. like, I I mean, I could have screamed. I had to be <laughs> yeah, calm because that was yeah. our first time seeing each other. Right. I could have screamed, right? Yeah, because yeah. I had been feeling to do the same thing. And I was, I have the name, I have a, like, it's all written mm-hmm. out. And I'm thinking, yeah. but what does this look like? You know, mm-hmm. what do we do? Like, if we are moving away from what is um traditional and mm-hmm. you know what has been controlling and mm-hmm. you know really bringing so much division in other people's mm-hmm. in in people's identity you yeah, know it brings yeah, so much yeah. division in their identity when we pull away from that what is that going to look like you know mm-hmm. well you 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 you're hitting the nail on the head it looks opposite of what we've had yeah so what what we've had is a lot of control We've had a lot of fear. Well, already it looks like freedom. Yes. It looks like confidence. Mm-hmm. It looks like building others spiritually and, and opening that to everybody. Yes. It doesn't look like judgment or discrimination. Right. It does not look like um, you have to do it our way or we're not even going to in- include you. Mm-hmm. Um. I mentioned before with the fellowship that I'm going to be doing in Houston, it's not going to be members. It's going to be partners. Mm-hmm. There's just different, even financially, the financial model just doesn't even look the same. And mm-hmm. I have planted churches before. 
So I understand what what the traditional model looks like. Yes. But this this, Holy Spirit didn't give that to me. Gave me a whole different way of doing it, you know. And, you know, there will be times when uh, your average uh, church service, you go in, there's praise and worship, then there's announcements. Well, there will be times where it'll just be teaching. Yeah. You're just going to be doing some teaching. And then maybe next month when we meet again, we will have just worship. Yes. <laughs> we yeah. Because when you do a spiritual community as opposed to you doing a church, when you attach the name church, there's yes. already an expectation. Right. So the yes. spiritual community has a, yeah, the spiritual community has a leeway to take shape in the way that it needs to take shape. <laughs> It may be that one Saturday that we all meet at the park or we meet on the hiking trail and we commune with the spirit in nature. Those spaces. Yeah. We may do We may do a weekend at the beach and commune with the spirit in the early morning hours right there on the beach Mm -hmm. because a spiritual community understands I, wherever I am is where Holy Spirit is. Absolutely. So then, you know, a church building is really not required. Just the right. space. It can be mobile. Wherever that space is. Right. You know, a part, one of the models of the Christ Awakened Fellowship the Holy Spirit gave me is a nomadic gathering for the seeker. <laughs> wherever you find yourself. Wherever, wherever folks can, I don't care if it's at the Starbucks, at the David Bucks, oh, through, you know, yes. on, the, on the trail, at the lake. Yeah. Yes. And you and, and you build it one person at a time just by talking about it. Because Holy Spirit told me this one won't even be marketed like you normally would. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be built one person. That, the more you talk about it, the, the more interest people will have. They're going to be intrigued. Yes. That they're they're going to be able to go somewhere. If you want to dress up, fine. If you don't want to dress up, that's that's fine. Right. You know, yeah. it, it, you do you. If, you know, you do you. During our worship experiences, if we, we got a praise break, if you want to dance, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine. This is about freedom. Yes. I and this it. is about leaving full, not empty. Come, listen, that's a mouthful right there. Right. That's a mouthful right there. Mm-hmm. I remember having days where just me, like my family, we would leave church for the day mm-hmm. and it was like, you have to go into hibernation after. Like, mm-hmm. what is that? When I leave here, I'm supposed to be full. I'm supposed to be full of energy, mm-hmm. full of life, creativity. Let's go enjoy. But we mm-hmm. got to go lay down for most you drain. of the day. Till the evening. You drain. Yeah. Because, because of the dynamic that we have adhered to. Yeah. We take it on. It's our job just to put out when we're putting out and we're, nothing's coming back in. Yeah. So you leave empty. Yeah. But in, in a healthy spiritual community, mm-hmm. when I put out, I'm energized. Yes. Because whoever I'm communing with, yeah. they're sending that back to me. Come on. Yeah. There's always an exchange. Yes. It yes. isn't just me t- taking responsibility for everyone else's soul. I take responsibility for my relationship, mm-hmm. my soul's care, and I let you watch me take responsibility for my relationship, for yeah. and my soul's care, and the hope is that you will be inspired you by what you see. Yes. So now you go take care of your you own. You go take care soul, of yourself. Your own and, and right there, it lifts all the responsibility off it of does. The, heavy, the heaviness I used to feel. Yeah. As a leader, yes. you know, feeling yeah. like I had to take on everybody's burden. Burden of the ministry. Yeah, yeah. yeah the burden of the ministry, the <laughs> financial burden of the ministry. Yeah. Just the heaviness, you That's know. Right. So now in a place of freedom, Holy Spirit said, no, no, no. We're not doing this same way right. you did it before. We're not carrying all this. Different. Come on. I love it. I love it. I, I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. As I told you, I'm coming to see. I am coming absolutely, to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I was doing some work with it on last night. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just, you know, allowing myself not to rush into the process because mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, I was out yesterday and I was just kind of looking at some different areas and I was yes. thinking, well, that might be a good place to kind of start gathering or that might be a good mm-hmm. place to start gathering. So wow. this time it's just some kind of slowly walking it out with Holy Spirit yes. and, and not even feeling a rush mm-hmm. in my spirit just to talk about it enough to, to get enough heat under it so that when we actually do our first gathering, there will be those that are excited about being a part of that community. And there will be so many other things that we can do within the community, such as, you know, I want to be able to create things for the homeless and Mm -hmm. um, different things for teens. Just just really being uh, impactful in our community. That's beautiful. I, I saw a couple of things as you were talking about it. One, I, I certainly saw this, um, it was like restaurants that were so open to you that mm. literally knew you and the community by name mm. and just mm. being so welcome. And so when you shared, you know, being a light, be, being a blessing to the community, they're going to welcome you with such open arms, you know, because of the creativity of it. And um, then the other thing that I saw was, it was almost as if, you know, um, you know, when there is no circulation in certain areas of the body, you know, we're threat, there is a threat there that it's right. going to have to be right. removed, you know, if, yeah, the, yeah, if your yeah. arms stops having blood, mm-hmm. if your fingers stop having blood yeah, flow to that yeah. space, mm-hmm. then we mm-hmm. may have to <laughs> cut that off right. to save the back. rest of the body. But I right. started to see areas of the body that have not had the mm-hmm. life flow in that area. Yeah. And I started to see that as you move into those areas and many of the people that, that, that Holy spirit is calling together in these times, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. we're going to start to see blood flow in areas that have been completely without circulation, completely without life threatening, literally being cut off or cutting themselves off. Mm -hmm. Um, there's blood flow that's going to start coming back to that area. One of the key words that you use was spiritual community. Two years ago, I started maybe, maybe three, maybe more than that. Um, Mm -hmm. I started using the word spiritual community and I didn't really know like, what is that? You know, it's just something, you know, just comes out of the vocabulary of the spirit. So what is so amazing to me is that Holy Spirit is giving all of us these pieces of vocabulary so that we will know each other when we see each other, when we hear each other speak, the use of that vocabulary, it's just Mm -hmm. like, ding, ding, ding. That's it. That's Uh That's right. That's the connection. connection. (laughs) Nobody taught me that. That came up out of my Mm -hmm. DNA, you know? So, you know, when other people are in your DNA, when they start mm. start using those words that came out of your like right holy spirit working and moving and yeah. so i'm so excited to see where you are headed um mm-hmm. what's going to come out of this community it's going right. to be absolutely right. amazing um one of the things i wanted to ask you is when you are doing the different types of um healing you know when i went on your website and I mm-hmm. saw the list of things that you do. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. single one of those things has their own, you know, their own function, right. you know? Right, you know? So right. I wanted to ask you, what have you seen as far as, I know you shared about, you know, your aunt and then your coworker's mm-hmm. mom and the healing mm-hmm. that comes yeah. from that yeah. space. Healing is just a part of your identity. Absolutely. What does that look like in your sessions? And then what are some of the results that you've seen in people's lives when they come to you and they recognize like, I've got to come, I've got to, I've got to have a session with you. What does it look like? It looks like talking. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I call those sessions heal versations, wow. like conversation. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and it's because it's just talking. Yeah. And what I do in that session is I just listen to them. Mm-hmm. And I listen to Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
and I and I prompt with questions. I don't give them the answer. Mm-hmm. When they tell me something, typically Holy Spirit will say, ask them this. Wow. Yeah. Literally, the question gives them the answer. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, at the time that they connect with the answer, something is uprooted right there. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had people to tell me, I've been going to a therapist for years. I talked to you for 45 minutes and I'm a whole nother person. Yep. It is because I don't rely on anything but the Holy Spirit to mm-hmm. tell me what to do. Yes. And there is no preliminaries with me. Mm-hmm. There is no, let me prophesy to you or let me tell you what I see. I listen. I listen for Holy Spirit to tell me, and I've seen life change. I've had couples to come to me for counseling that were on their way to divorce court that are still together today. Wow. I've had people that suffered from anxiety and and Mm -hmm. mental disorders, Mm -hmm. you know, and then, you know, they're just trying to find some element of peace. Wow. You know, and I tell them, I said, I'm not, you know, a mental health therapist. I said, but I can, I can be a part of your team. I will work along mm-hmm. with you and your therapist, but yes. I'm going to handle the things that are in my scope and I'm going to let the therapist handle the things that are in <laughs> their scope. And, and and if it's nothing more than just giving them a little relief, I give them practical things to do mm-hmm. so that when they're not talking to me, because the goal is not for somebody to come see me every week right. like they do their therapy. That's not the goal. Mm-hmm. The goal is to move into healing. So yes. they, if you have to come to me next month, you're coming to me for something different. Right. You're not coming to me for the same thing. <laughs> and give them practical tools. Yes. All right. You want to know how to stay in communion with Holy Spirit. Okay. How much do you sit with Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of busy. You know, I got three kids. I got this. Okay. You got, you, do you have 15 minutes just to get up early? Yeah. And maybe just go stand outside on your porch. Yeah. Do you have on your way to work? Can you just uh, just allow that time when it's real quiet, just just for you to kind of come into union with the spirit and just kind of allow that that divine nature to encompass. I give people practical tools. So that's what the sessions look like. The sessions are not fluff and puff. The sessions are Holy Spirit guiding me to, to what to ask. Mm-hmm. and what to share and giving me what to tell them so far as the tools that they can mm-hmm. use, whether it be meditation, being out in nature. All right. Um, music, different kinds of music, you know, so that they can kind of settle mm-hmm. their spirit down. Yes. All yes. right. And, and then also dealing with the traumas, wow. helping people to rewrite their stories. So when, if you can just rewrite that story and quit telling the same story, right? Then it'll get you somewhere else. That's what the sessions do. Oh, that's so good. And, and, and so I, it, it just brings me joy when I have clients that email me and say, "I'm doing so much better. Thank you so much. What I'm doing, you know, it, it just it brings me so much joy because <laughs> I know where they were when they came to yes. me. Yes, and I know where they are after we're done. And and then I check on them. It might be three or four months past and I'll shoot them. Mm-hmm. So that's what the sessions look like. Mm-hmm. They're very plain, no fluff and puff. Mm-hmm. Just me, them, and the Holy Spirit giving the answer yeah. to what is needed, giving the solution. To the I love that. I love that. I am so excited. I keep saying that, but it's because I mean it. I'm so excited. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> About what is, what's just taking place. You know, there's so Mm -hmm. much that's happening um, in the spirit. And I I love what you do for people, you know? Mm -hmm. And so please tell us again, how we can find Mm -hmm. you. If someone is saying like, I I hear what, what Casey is saying, and I feel like I need to have that in my life. Mm -hmm. Please Mm -hmm. let us know again, where can we find you? Where can we, where can we book a session? (laughs) <laughs> okay okay you can book your session on imkcbass.com there is a spiritual mentoring tab there's also a classes tab so you hit one of those tabs and it'll pull up that Hilversations page and you can book that session once you book it i email you so that we can set up a good time and shoot you over that 
Zoom link so we can set up that session. Um, my IG and my YouTube and my TikTok is I am Casey Bass. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think on my TikTok, the actual name is Casey Bass Heels. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, you know, I can be reached at any avenue. You, okay. you can DM me on, on IG or you can DM me on TikTok or, or you can you can put in, a, in something in the comment section um, on YouTube. I always get those. I do review my comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so any way you want to reach me is good. The quickest way is through that contact form on my website because it comes directly to my email. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm in my email quite often all day long. <laughs> you know, just trying to make sure I keep up with stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so that is how you find me. I do um and I and you know I tell people all the time you don't necessarily have to even book a session. You listen long enough, you will you will find yourself moving into healing. I got lots yeah. of free stuff. Yeah. Those videos on YouTube, on my TikTok page. I call them 15 seconds to healing, 30 yes. seconds to healing. Mm-hmm. It, it's, a, it's a quick hit. Yeah. On my IG reels, it's a quick hit. Mm-hmm. On my fa- Facebook, it's a quick hit. You know, so uh, Facebook, I haven't, I've been on Facebook a couple of years. I've just gotten back on maybe like two or three months ago. So mm-hmm. I'm building that back up. But what I understand even about social media, there are different audiences for different platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, like I said, the quickest way to get me is, is that contact form on my website. I am KCBass.com and, and, and I reach back usually within 24 to 48 hours. You're going to hear. Love from it. Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Casey, I appreciate you so much for coming on. Oh, my podcast. God. Let oh, I've enjoyed it so much. <laughs> you know, listen, I've enjoyed this, it so much. you are, you have been uh, baptized into the family now. You can go yeah. in the kitchen, get your own Kool-Aid out of the refrigerator right, because we are right. keeping you. <laughs> That's right. I, I appreciate being killed. <laughs> Get all the Kool-Aid I want. Yes. Yes. Right, right. Thanks for joining us on Queen Tings for this week's podcast. Listen, Casey Bass was such a cool vibe. I'm sure you felt it. I felt it. And I am looking forward to having her back again just for more talk, just to build you up as a queen. Listen, if you are ready to start your healing journey, I want you to go to iqueenup.com. Click on work with LaShawn and let's get together and talk about some strategies as far as your healing. I am a therapeutic life and business coach and I work with you to see how you can move your life and your business forward. So again, go to iqueenup.com, click on work with LaShawn and let's get your life and business moving forward. I will see you again next week. My loves, we will talk more. Love cannot help but to drive fear from its roots in you. You are loved. You are loved. But you don't need anybody's validation. You got your own.